Do you ever feel that life seems so full of negative news about how people treat one another that it threatens to overwhelm? Take this past week, it seemed that each time I read a newspaper, engaged with social media, or listened to news reports, it was all about racial abuse, religious intolerance, aid cuts, rioting, looting, and countless other things. And for me, as each unfolded, I thought, what are we doing to one another? And then came another almost unanswerable question, how can this change? I say almost unanswerable because I believe scripture points us towards the answer and it's found in these words. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. Or to paraphrase it, in everything, every encounter, every situation, every injustice you see, treat others only in the ways that you would be willing to be treated. And while I know I can't enforce this rule and make it part of the life of others, I can make it part of my own life. These words come towards the end of what's known as the Sermon on the Mount. Up to this point, Jesus had spoken of how to deal with your anger, how to deal with your words. He spoke about values and how to deal with your possessions and money. He spoke of prayer and worry. He told his listeners and each of us to think carefully before we judge other people, because only God can do that. We can only judge ourselves. Jesus says all of the teachings of the law and the prophets are pointing us towards a truth that we would do well to remember. God loves those he created in his image. So if we mistreat another human being, if we damage a person, snub somebody, use somebody, hold a grudge, spread gossip about somebody, pass judgment on somebody, exclude somebody because we see them to be different, keep figuring out ways to spend more on ourselves when little children are starving, when anybody gets careless in the way they treat other people, well, God is going to take a dim view. We know this from lots of places in scripture, but one of the main ones is the Sermon on the Mount. Indeed, much of the Sermon on the Mount is devoted to this. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says fairly early on, don't think I've come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfil them. And as he comes to the end of this section, he sums up all of his teaching on the law and the prophets in a single sentence. Nowadays, we call it the golden rule. In everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. This is a summary of the law and the prophets. Think of all the ways you would want other people to treat you in a particular circumstance, and then you treat other people in that same way. This is not just some nice little saying. This sums up everything. It sums up the law and the prophets. Jesus was very concerned because people had expanded the law and the prophets, the Torah, with lots of additional rules and regulations. And many of the religious establishment had become so focused on keeping these additional rules and regulations to publicly show how religious they were, that they were forgetting another commandment, loving 
others. And because of that, they were missing the whole point. This is a simple, straightforward message. There's nothing difficult to understand, yet so many find it difficult to put into practice. Many, instead of seeing it as the positive, proactive statement that Jesus makes it, sees it in its negative form. They see it as, do not do to others what you would not have them do to you. Basically, refrain from doing anything to others that you would not wish them to do to you. If you don't want someone to hit you, don't hit them, sort of thing. In its negative form, it's all about inaction. But in its positive form, the way that Jesus said it, it's about action. Going out of our way to help other people, to be kind to them as we would wish them to help us and be kind to us. As William Barclay put it, the attitude which says I must do no harm to people is quite different from the attitude which says I must do my best to help people. This little statement that sums up the law and the prophets in everything do to others what you would have them do to you is not something that you do once and tick it off as having been a rule you kept. It's an open-ended ongoing challenge that requires thought and empathy and a willingness to put ourselves in another person's shoes, asking ourselves how would I want to be treated in their place, in their situation. This is about forgiving as we would wish to be forgiven. This is about helping as we would wish to be helped. It's about encouraging as we would wish to be encouraged. This is about listening as we would wish to be listened to. It's about understanding as we would wish to be understood. This is about accepting as we would want to be accepted. It's about welcoming as we would want to be welcomed. This is about standing against injustice inflicted on others as we would want others to stand up for us. Now here's the thing about the golden rule. Virtually every religion, virtually every tradition has some version of the golden rule. Some in the positive, many in the negative. But the fact that they have some kind of version is a good thing because it reflects the fact that we live in a world that wants to have some kind of moral code. But what's distinct about Jesus is he didn't just give us a rule. He gave himself. He literally put himself in our shoes. He died a death that was meant for us to give us the life that he had to offer. And the wonderful thing about Jesus' positive, proactive statement is that at any moment, any time, any place, any setting, any dealings with any human being, any encounter with an unjust situation could be a golden rule moment. You just need to say to yourself, what would I want if I was in this other person's shoes? Yesterday was the anniversary of the death of Jane Haining, and who was she, you might ask? Well, Jane was a farmer's daughter from the village of Dunscore in Dumfries and Galloway. 
who went on to become a matron and a teacher in the Scottish Mission School in Budapest. A school for Jewish and Christian girls, a mix of boarders and day pupils. Jane was home on leave when war broke out in 1939 and she returned to the school immediately knowing and understanding the threat that her Jewish pupils were going to face. Over the course of the next four years or so, the Church of Scotland and her family and friends repeatedly begged her to return home. But she refused, saying it was her Christian duty to remain in her post and protect her girls. She famously wrote, if these children need me in days of sunshine, how much more do they need me in days of darkness? Jane had tried her best to protect the Jewish girls in her care during the Second World War. She kept the law that demanded she saw a yellow star on the girls' clothes to identify them as Jewish, but she wept as she sewed those yellow stars onto their clothes, and this became one of several charges against her when she was arrested by the Gestapo and eventually transported to Auschwitz, where she died in July 1944. Jane Haining, in everything, did to others what she would have wished them to do to her. She stood by her girls, cared for them, fed them from meagre rations, protected them, and she died because of it. She is the only Scot to be named righteous among the nations at Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, Israel's memorial to victims of the Holocaust. Putting the golden rule into effect does not call for the kind of sacrifice made by Jane Haining, though sometimes we might feel that putting it into action in our lives just might seem too big an ask, too big a personal sacrifice, because we're putting another person before ourselves. But no matter how big we think our personal sacrifice is in getting involved, it has Christ's example as the benchmark. So this week, as we encounter people, let's live it with golden rule eyes. Let's take our mind off ourselves and pause a moment and think, now if I was that person, if I had their hopes, their dreams, their life, their fears, their sorrows, their attitude, if I had done what they had done, if I was in their situation, if I was experiencing what they are experiencing, how would I want to be treated? then allow the Holy Spirit to, to give a little nudge, to have a golden rule moment, to respond, not by saying, well, I'm not doing that to them, or I wouldn't do that to them, but rather thinking, what can I do for them? How can I respond to unjust situations? Let's try to be golden rule people this week, and in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you.